previously on Day Players. You are each masters of your own school. Master Hugh. Machiel. Mac Midnight. The human monk master, hmm, last night one of my star disciples was murdered. I hope today that we will be able to move towards finding his killer. So then what do you do with your captive? Restrain and ask, what do you have against me and my fellow masters? Oh, I guess you did forget. We're going back in time. You three are all students at the Two Punch School. Master Fist says, one, two, one and two. That's right, keep it up. This is such a waste of time. I don't even think Master Fist knows anything beyond the two punches. A gasp. Have we ever even seen him fight anybody? We want to see you fight another master from like another school. The traveling master, Master Chunk, he's talking to a woman. That's the mayor's wife. He's clearly unnerved. Master Chunk reaches for Master Fist, flings him towards the armory. He lands hard a spear through Master Fist's chest. Master, no! So yeah, I think you all pretty much know what you did. Well, you're currently in my school. I challenge you to a one-on-one in the training room. Prepare for my ultimate attack. Black darkness springs forth. He books it out the door. (laughs) Run after him. He books it out the door. Oh, well. Uh, you even sense that he spent a key point to take dash action. Run after him. Wait, wait uh, he's got a. He, I said there were trip wires. He's oh, you're fucking, right. He's okay. got a. Oh, yeah. He. Here, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. He. He. You see him appear out of the darkness, his face gleaming towards the exit. And let's let's uh, let's say that there is just a little tripwire there. Let's see if his haste to escape lets him see it. Oh, he uh, he definitely didn't see it. Uh, what would uh, what would a save be for this? DC fifteen. He barely makes it. You know what? I'm gonna flavor it as he starts to be tripped by the wire, but using his heightened reflexes and speed from also being a monk, he slices downward with his sword, tumbling a little bit, but prevents himself from being completely tripped and falling flat on his face, lands on his feet, looks over at you two masters, not in the darkness, and then he spits on the ground and runs it through the front door. (laughs) Now you can follow him. And yes, I'll give you a little bit of a, I'll close the gap a little bit since he did have that tripwire. We gotta go get him! Yeah, I'm heading right after him for sure. Okay. Okay. Running out, long bow in a hand. Okay, so I love this because you guys didn't say anything, so all I know is I popped this guy real good in this darkness and heard him say, prepare for my <laughs> ultimate attack, and then just heard like... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the that's the most sneaky of maneuvers, right? But like, you everyone... get ready, you get ready. You're totally still. You're like ready, waiting for this amazing thing, and he's already long gone. <laughs> right, but also my friends left. They weren't like, "Hey, stop!" <laughs> they just ran out after him. I guess it's... one of you could have easily been like, "Hey, where are you going?" No, well, it's fine. better this way. It's now canon now. Okay. Yeah. Let's right. follow out into the, uh, let's say, the courtyard of the school and begin this little chase. Let's say Darren's made it halfway out of the courtyard. Master Hugh and Master Hmm, you are there at the doorway. I assume you want to stop him in some way? Yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead. We could, ooh. Uh, Peter, do you want to do the classic Naruto thing where everyone throws their projectiles all at once? <laughs> sure. I'll... Oh, wait, no, he's a monk shooting... This bow is not a great idea against monks. You could do a rift Wait, what do you mean? No, just... you could easily. No, why don't you shoot him? Shoot him. I dare you. Because he's just going to catch it and throw it back. And then I'll catch it and throw it back at him. Oh, my God. All right. Instead of some sort of time stop. Master Hugh pulls out his longbow, spends his bonus action to increase the damage, and fires a shot. 18 okay. to hit for the first Arrow. Okay, arrow hits. You roll the damage. Nine. So let me let me roll to see how much you can reduce it by. So I rolled high enough on the D10 to negate the damage, and that's even with being generous. So I'll have him spend another key point. I'm gonna keep track of this dude's key points. He uses his key point to send it right back. And you know what he does? 
The arrow comes at him. He does a 180 just for a second, not breaking his stride very much. Flicks his two-bladed blade up, catches your arrow in between the spokes, and then just spins it and flicks it right back at you. Pretty good. Ooh, he hits you. All right. I will use my reaction to deflect it. The, The damage is only three. So I think you automatically... Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. And then I'll okay. spend a key point to send it back. All right. This boomerang arrow. <laughs> We're playing catch now. Uh, I got a nat 20. Oh! Uh, okay. Oh. Well, I uh, think that you hit him with this one. <laughs> Go ahead. Roll the damage. 12 damage. And then I have my second attack. Uh, that's Damn. a 20, not natural. Yeah, uh, that'll still get him, yeah. Uh, it's nine damage. You return it, the second arrow hits, he's getting arrow scrapes on his arms, he's bleeding, and now, Master Hmm, why don't you do your shindig thing? Excellent. Master Hmm also inflates his chest and spits out two more little hardened bits of air. I don't know how those would get returned. Whatever, we'll deal with that later. Uh, 22 was the first one rolled. That'll be plenty. 13 damage. You have an extra attack as well, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I got two of those. Good Fifteen. Uh, not quite. Not quite. Never can quite hit with the second one. I mean, we're also running after him. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Go go ahead. Well, I mean, fifty feet towards him. He's already fifty feet away. He moves just as fast. <laughs> I already used my bonus, so. I have not used my bonus. Oh. All right, you're right up to him. Is there anything that you two want to say to him? You would run away from this match we so graciously give you. Your school, I've learned, your style is dishonor. Actually, I respect you for avoiding violence when it could be avoided, but we still must take you down. It seems the lesson that you masters still need to learn is that there's no point in getting into a fight you won't win. And now, let's, before he takes his turn, I just want to jump back into the school so we don't leave Master Midnight hanging for too long. I'm ready for your attack. Is everybody still here? Uh, Master Midnight, make a dex save. Mmm. Natural one. (laughs) You, from behind you, you never saw it coming. You are slammed into by a huge body of a person. You are knocked down onto your back. The darkness dissipates. You see Bronco standing above you. Oh, master, I'm sorry. I... Came in to get you. The that guy ran off, and Ronica speaks up. So does that mean that you won, or did he win? Definitely, I won. Remember that. <laughs> you guys tell everyone else. I definitely won, and Bronco didn't knock me over, or I'll knock you over. Nobody runs away from me, and makes it. Follow me. You guys know the streets pretty well. This is the next stage of your training. Cool. And now, we can cut back out to the action. You two other masters have caught up to Darren. He is going to spend a key point to disengage from you. He spins his sword. It creates this, this whistly type sound uh, to deflect any of your possible attack of opportunities. He moves out to the front of the courtyard, runs down the street. It's approaching evening. We, got a, we have a, a vibrant colorful sunset as a backdrop for this. He runs down the block, approaching a market that is in the Hornvale city center, and he will pull down different vendors' baskets and things. Oh, we're doing this thing. And he's going to make it as difficult as possible for everyone to follow him. Oh, I imagine Master Hmm must be very much against this. This is a huge waste. Oh, yeah. There there are so many fruits and vegetables that are now just on the ground the caloric content of those and think of how much trouble it's gonna the number of people that are gonna have to have to step over all these things that are on the ground not to mention how long it takes to grow a melon my god master hugh master hmm you are following and there are these things in your way now master hmm i'll take to the roofs if you take to the streets very well. And then I rush over to one of the buildings and just run straight up it. You you do. You do it. Now you're on top of the buildings. 
Then I will run across the rooftops, leaping from building to building. I fire an arrow. Is my bonus action still available? Is 50 feet enough for me to get on top of the rooftops and be uh, able to see Within range? Darren? See yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, I'll say yeah. No, that's not too, that's not that big of a an ask. Then I will use my Kensei's shot. Focus my eye to get a better attack. A fire. I got a nat one. Oh. Well, you know. Your arrow fires down into the crowded marketplace and it comedically is blocked by a huge watermelon. <laughs> it thunks into the melon. Well, Which could have easily been Darren's head, but, you know, it just happened to be there. <laughs> you were never going to make the shot. <laughs> Next try again. This time I got a 21. All right, that hits him. Go ahead and roll your damage. I got nine damage. Oh, yeah, well, he still is not able to reflect it this time. Okay. He tries to slash at the arrow with his blade, but he doesn't have as much space to work with, being in the middle of all these people in this crowded marketplace. He is bleeding. He is running. Master Hmm, how do you foray the fruit? Master Hmm is going to use his bonus action to use Step of the Wind, which, as we all know, lets you take the dash action, but it also doubles your jump. Ah, okay. And with this, he takes in a deep breath, and there is a slight sheen and a glow that travels down to the soles of his feet. With a very small motion, he taps the ground and launches himself in a running leap, trying to clear the entire stretch of stalls. Mm, impressive. Are his, are his feet, are his legs like not moving very much? They're just like kind of shuffle, 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 shuffle. Oh, shuffle. I, I, I never clarified this. Yes. Whenever he's running, he looks like he's just casually strolling, but moving at the speed of a very fast sprint. Uh, why don't you make, I believe it's just a strength check for just a raw jump. 10 plus one for my strength. <laughs> uh... I do not think you quite clear enough of the fruits and vegetables. All right, lay it on me. So you you do your little pitter-patter run move, and you jump into the air, and you just barely do not clear all of the fruit, and uh, you land on a nice big bushel of bananas, <sighs> and they squirt out everywhere, <laughs> oh. and, uh, and uh, you fall prone. You slip on a banana peel. Oh, how most embarrassing. This is the second time today we've had a food-based mishap. It's true. A, a common martial arts thing is food anyway. So. I guess that's true. <laughs> I'll say that you still have your movement, or you have enough movement to stand up if you want, but you won't be able to actually close any more distance. All right. What if I... S okay, hear me out. Uh -huh. What if I stay prone and attempt to kick myself and use the slipperiness of the bananas to make chase? <laughs> of the banana peels? <sighs> yes. He is trained I, I, in moving across I, slippery surfaces. It's true. I, I do. I fully recognize this ability. Um, I mean, how can I say no to that? How can I say no to Banana Slammer? <laughs> you gave him. It could have been any fruit that he fell on, but well, you said well, bananas. It was bananas. <laughs> right. So wait. Tommy, are you saying that you like you've landed on like your stomach? Like it's like you're laying down on a skateboard and you just like kick your feet and just slide forward on your tummy like a okay. slug? Yeah. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Yeah, why don't you just do why don't you just do it now? Just keep going with your action. <laughs> okay. So he he leaps, he flies through the air, he hits this huge bushel of bananas that is in a sort of flat, shallow uh, what are those called? Like a carrier? It's being carried on a thing. He lands on the thing. There's bananas everywhere, but he remains prone. And he looks up at the merchant and says, you may build a school of the river stone for these bananas. My apologies. And then with another flash of effort and a small boom from the impact of his sandals hitting the ground, he kicks off using the banana peels as lubricant to slide down the rest of the market street, hot in pursuit, still prone. Hmm. I'll, so, I'll, t I'll, t I'll tell you what. Let's make a luck roll. Ooh. Why don't you roll and add your charisma? No. That's my worst one. It's minus one. Uh, that's the luck stat, Tommy. Everyone knows that. You must oh boy, convince the universe. You, you, <laughs> you must. You, your force of will. 
15. 15? 15. Pretty, pretty good. You know what? <laughs> for, 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 for this little extra gimme, I'll say that you bowl over Darren. Yes! Oh! Wait. You strike him. But Morgan, does that mean we're now both riding in the basket? Uh, yes! Because I'll just, maybe I should clarify, in my head, this is a downhill market street. Well, if it wasn't downhill, it's, you, you are approaching a hill. You are both hurtling towards a crest of a hill for the street before you would be careening downward. Uh, escape from the city style. Follow me. Oh, I know. Why don't we jump? Why don't we jump back to Master Midnight? You now come up to all the fruit that's on the ground. You're you're literally seconds behind from all the action. Okay. Yeah. So we ru- we rush up. Uh, oh yeah, no, you let's... and your two students. That's correct. We roll up like the fucking agents in the first Matrix. You're walking up to like Trinity. Trinity's phone vanishing. Right. I'll look down at the fruit. What was it? It was melons and bananas? <laughs> At least, yes. <laughs> okay. So I look and I see and I go, they've really gone bananas out here. <laughs> Follow me. And then I turn off down, a, down, a, down another alley. Okay. You, uh, you dart down one of the alleys. Bronco and Ronica, they nod at you and follow in step. Let's jump to the rooftops real quick. Master Hugh, yes. you are at the top of the building looking over the soon-to-be-approached hill by the Banana Boys. You notice something out of the corner of your eye. On one of the other buildings, you see a, a tall, slender, green-clad figure with long black hair coming out of the back. They stand up, look over at you, and then jump off the building down into some trees. They are also following the Banana Boys. Ah, well then I shall continue f- running after the Banana Boys. I rush towards them, running across the rooftops, leaping from building to building, and when a good shot is lined up, I will prepare myself with the Kensei's shot and fire at Darren. Went wide, not a good spot, rolled a 13. I will continue going, trying to get a better angle. It's hard. He's wrestling with Master Hmm. And I rolled a 15. Ooh, sorry. Especially with them speeding around in the basket. Uh, Your arrow flies down, and they're just moving so fast. The the grease banana... The banana grease. (laughs) It's a powerful lubricant. And Master Hmm, you are on the banana boat. What do you do? I mean, I think it's time for the classic... Two master martial artists fighting on a moving... In, in the one small space, right? In the one small space, moving very quickly. I'm just going to do my regular attacks. Yeah. Two, 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 two regular attacks. One's a 19, one is a 16. Uh, both will hit. Excellent. And I'll do the unarmed strike as well. Ooh, that's only a 13. Uh, 13, a little too low. 21 damage. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of damage. In Legend of Drunken Master, which is this my favorite movie, they fight under a train... Like, mm. when it stopped, and it's, like, a very tight, narrow area. Yeah. And I'm picturing more like that, where it's, like, like you swing out at him on the right, and then it kind of spins the banana boat, and then he kind of swings, swings back at you, and then it's, like, that keeps spinning the boat as it's spinning, or as it's sliding forward, and it's, Ooh. like, the momentum keeps shifting. Okay. Master Hum will be using the centrifugal force of the boat spinning to gently brush ah. his knuckles just ever so lightly against Darren and inflicting pressure point damage that way. Ooh, I like that. Very good. Utilizing the space. Exactly. Very nice. Efficient. Okay. Uh, let's go back to Master Midnight. What is what is your sneaky maneuver? You ran off down a side street. Okay. Written on my character sheet is the feature city streets from the urchin background uh-huh. you know the secret patterns and flows of the city and can find passage through the urban sprawl that others would miss when you are not in combat you and the companions you lead can travel between any two locations in the city twice as fast oh as my your God. speed Ooh. would normally allow wow it's so relevant i'm impressed <laughs> it's the so most relevant, relevant. <laughs> All right, uh, then very well. You you and your two students can move 
twice as fast. Where are you going? We are going, well, first of all, is the cart headed somewhere? Now let's decide. Where should it be headed? Where are five places it could be headed? Waterfront, a big <laughs> restaurant, a comedy club, a... Ooh, <laughs> I love the big restaurant idea. I think we're, go- we're going back. We're going back to the flying fork. To the going flying fork. We're going back to the Hell flying yeah. fork. I love it. So Okay, Master Midnight, using your, your knowledge of the streets and of the city and where, where your target is headed, you know that if they keep going straight, then they are going to land at the Flying Fork, the big restaurant from earlier. Okay, then I reach into, as we are running through these alleys, I reach through the very generous opening in the chest of my gi, deep into the depths, and pull out a roll of tripwire. And I, and I hand one end to Bronco and, and Ronica. And I say, I think I know where they're going. And we get to the street where the cart is careening down towards it. And I dodge roll across the street with the other end of the wire and then give Bronco and Ronica a nod and then pull it taut right okay. as the cart is coming towards this intersection. So I'm like at the okay. end of the street in front of the Flying Fork with a trip line. I don't think we need anything else preliminary. With the wire set up, the banana boat <laughs> starting to lose its, its, its banana grease is scraping down the cobblestone street. It's, it's all, it's like the, the bumps. Yeah. <laughs> you, you two on it are like, you know, you're jiggling. The trip wire is placed. Master whom? Make a deck save to avoid the tripwire. I had a feeling. Master whom ain't hitting it. That's a 26. Okay. 26, I'm going to say that's plenty. Because that's, you know, that's pretty good. Oh, your boy Darren. He's, he's, not, he's not focused enough on his surroundings. Mind your surroundings. The lesson from Batman Begins. <laughs> He makes one last swipe at Master Whom, switching uh, the momentum of the boat to where he has his back to the direction that it is going. You see the tripwire in time, duck down. He sees you duck, realizes, turns around, and just gets completely caught on the wire. Mm. It totally clotheslines him out of the out of the banana boat. He flips backwards into you. The, the shallow basket flips, and it goes flying into the flying fork. And you hear a bunch of porcelain <laughs> shatter as, the, as it goes out of view through one of the windows. Or maybe the front door. Either one we, is fine. We just fucked this place up earlier this same day. Poor Bagarius. Uh, and we now, a... Master Whom since you were able to react quickly enough to the wire, I'll say that you, 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 know, you do like the, the combat roll out of the basket, so you, you kind of land safely. Uh, Darius, though, this, this pretty much takes him out. He gets the wind knocked out of him, flips over, he's face down in the dirt, and Bagarius, the owner of the Flying Fort, comes out, and he says, What the hell's go? Oh, uh, excuse me, masters. And then he just backs backwards into the restaurant. <laughs> that's a sick ending there peter you show up as well well done master midnight your knowledge of the streets proved useful thanks keep your eyes open i saw someone with a green cloak wandering the roofs just before someone like this guy uh is is darren unconscious uh yes if I if he wasn't unconscious from the clothesline, you guys dealt a lot of damage to him. <laughs> okay, so I kind of give him a, a kick with my with my foot. Remember, I don't wear shoes, and I say, "Look, I think we can agree on two things here. One, I won that match, and two, we should tie him up and keep him tied up this time." Sure, but you only won by default. Any way to win is a win, and now since we've proved that his style is inferior to my style. I see no reason to untie him. I give the tripwire to my, my students to tie him up. 
when Bronco and Ronica uh, bend down to start to tie up Darren, uh, suddenly jumping down from the roof of the restaurant, the tiny goblin from before, and they throw their hands forward in a gust of wind. Everyone make whatever save gust of wind makes you make. I don't remember. Probably it. I'm pretty sure it's a strength. Not a natural 20. Uh, 18. Ooh, that is a four. The gust of wind blasts back uh, everyone from the School of the Black Moon. <laughs> oh, wait. Bron- Bronco and Ronica don't get their own? Oh, okay. I'll roll them. It was a one and a two. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so they, of- they are very surprised. Uh, they both get blasted back. Everyone from the Black Moon uh, was not prepared. How ironic for this surprise attack. The goblin pushes everyone back with a gust of wind, and then the the slender figure that Master Hugh saw from before also jumps down right behind the goblin, picks up Darren's unconscious body, reaches into a robe, pulls out a piece of paper, and then the goblin puts both palms on the ground, opens up a portal, a dimension door, Ooh. and the three fall into it. But... The piece of paper slowly falls and does not make it through the portal, and you are left with this note. Well, a paper, you say. This is my field of specialty. (laughs) Ah, yes. Master Hugh walks over and picks up this piece of paper. I imagine that there is something on it. I extricate myself from... I I throw the banana boat off my head. Yes, uh, the camera the camera turns to the front of the restaurant, uh, and you were all blown backwards into yet another table that was okay. in the flying fork. I, okay, so I'm guessing I have to be covered in noodles again. <laughs> uh, yes, obviously noodles again. Okay, so I, I come out combing the noodles out of my hair. I'm like, what happened? Did you get him? Looks like you didn't get him. He was rescued by one of his own. Ugh. That's very aggravating. I, I walk over and look over Hugh's shoulder and read the letter. I guess I'll do the same. We get the nice shot of all three of us. And I prevent Bronco from reading the letter if he tries. I'm like, he, uh, gently push de- him away. He definitely, like, behind you, kind of starts, like, shuffling forward a little bit and kind of, like, standing on his tippy toes. Yeah, no, I, like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, like, gently push him. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's enough first for one day. Uh, yes, Master. You, op- you open... A piece of parchment. The note says, No more games. We meet in three days from now at dawn. It's time for a reunion. And then you see the symbol of two fists meeting at the knuckles, which you all know is the symbol of the two-punch school. The symbol of the two-punch school. But Master Fist, we all saw him die. I think... We need to go talk to Master Chunk. Okay, so, given your history with Master Chunk, uh, you know that his, his school is in the nearby town named... What, Tommy? Forreston. Forreston. So the school of the Closed Palm is in Forreston, which is a nearby town, just for convenience sake. You all are able to travel there the following day. Let's 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 give you horses. <laughs> you sure. three ride in on your steeds. What you are greeted by is a depressing small village that has clearly seen better days. Many of the storefronts and buildings are boarded up. Uh, very few people roam the streets. Those that do are at best in casual worker clothing, and at worst, the destitute homeless and beggars. Man, what happened here? I remember us in Hornvale used to envy Forreston. Times have clearly changed. Well, Forreston doesn't have three great schools in it, now does it? That is true. You traverse through the village at a steady pace before you come upon its doors. But, much like the rest of this town... It has closed shop. There's no more teaching going on here. I, I climb down off my horse and try the door. 
Uh, it is, it is, it is locked. <laughs> There's a big sign up above the door that is missing letters that says, Closed Palm. And there's posters to the side of the door, stacked, like, five or six posters stacked, and each one has a bigger and bigger discount put on top of it, until the final one is on top, and it's, like, super cheap student membership, but apparently it was no use. Is there a vagrant nearby, laying in the street? Uh, absolutely. I kneel over to this disheveled person pull out a bar and drop it next to them excuse me i was wondering if you could tell me about the school of the closed palm Ugh. school of the closed palm huh? what do you want to know about that you smell the alcohol on the breath i want to know where the old master went master chunk master chunk Ah, oh, Master Chunk. I haven't heard that name in a long time. This this vagrant. They were originally laying in like the you know the paint me like one of your French girls poses. <laughs> they they sit upright. Uh, maybe uh, maybe with a couple more uh, bars I can uh, show you to the master. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Here, I assume three bars would suffice? Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, th three, three would do uh, quite nicely. And they, they, ra they raise a worn palm to you. I gingerly drop the three bars down into his hand. I'm imagining what? strips of latinum. Yes, they are, they are little gold, gold coins, but coin is not the correct word for them. Yes, little dominoes. Little gold dominoes. Tired fingers slowly wrap around your generous offering. The vagrant drops them into, let's say, a breast pocket. Stands up, and Master Hugh, you being, in it, being the elf that you are, you're pretty tall, right? Uh, yes. I am a tall 6'9". 6'9". This vagrant, standing up at their full height actually matches your own height. Oh, wow. The vagrant turns, walks further, walks back into town. Come on, then. I can't trade these bars with squirrels. Lead the way. We will follow. The figure leads you back to a, a shitty dive bar, one of, the few, one of the few businesses that seems to never really have to close. You all follow inward, sit down at a table, and the vagrant uh, shouts over to the barkeep, "Hey, I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple of bars here clinking together. Why don't you bring me a bring me a pitcher?" And the the barkeep gives a nod and starts filling up I, I, a big tall glass. Excuse me, I thought you were going to lead us to Master Chunk. <sighs> I'll get around to it. First, let me just wet my whistle, you know. We just uh, want to find Master Chunk as fast as possible. We have urgent business with him. If I need to give you any directions, you're going to want to hear me in good spirits. Very well. Uh, bartender, a uh, glass of elven wine, if you would. Fellow masters, I can't help but feel that we are wasting our time with this individual. It is clear they have no idea where Master Chunk is. Do you? How tall did you say this guy was? Uh, I just said that he was as tall as Peter, so he's like 6'9". And he is a human? Uh, yes. <laughs> and I imagine he is pretty thin. Yeah, he's pretty thin. What would he look like if he was a lot bigger? Oh man, if he was a lot bigger, he'd be he'd be a tank. This guy would bowl you over. He could literally lift up a, a grown man by himself and toss them. Okay. I and so I reach into my purse and I pull out another gold bar and I throw it ninja star style at this tall 
vagrant. The wafer flies through the air, and where you expect to bounce off of this this homeless man's face, he, with precise reflexes, opens his mouth and, click, catches it in his teeth. (gasps) Reaches up, takes it out, and he says, My, y'all are very generous. Ah, my drink. The bartender puts the pitcher down on the table. The, The homeless man picks it up. Raises the glass, tilting its entire contents into his his gullet. Ah! And he clink, clinks the glass down. Now, the master is here. I think we found him. I'll have an orange exuberance here, Bermate, by the way, please. <laughs> master Chunk. I'm sure that you're shocked. Do you have a new name now? Like master master tent pole or something. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. No, I mean I don't know. Nobody really calls me nothing no more. We will still give you the respect as a master because that is a title that is not lost easily. Hmm. I deserve to lose my title. Master Chunk, we must have an uncomfortable conversation with you. We're here to talk to you about the last day that the school of the two fists was open. Very well. Slay me! Kill me! He opens his shirt. (laughs) Right in the heart. I knew this day would come. Someone with revenge in their heart. Master Chunk. Or or maybe it is justice. Go ahead. My eyes are closed. Do me quick. We are not here to kill you. We are not here to accuse. But recent facts have come to light. And we need to know more. There's some very annoying people. And we're hoping you can help us clear it up. It is not revenge after you that individuals seek. It is revenge after us three. I, I don't I don't understand. What, what did you three do? Would we know the name of the mayor's wife that was there that day? Yeah, Paxton, name her. What about Priscilla Thorngrip? Mm. Ooh, Trice. look, pa- Paxton's trying to earn brownie points, everybody. He's giving her a last name as well. Very good. It fits in with the hand thing, and it's like power and control. Oh, and you're shit. right. That's really good. That's very clever, actually. Very good. Thorn grip. Perfect. We're Priscilla Thorngrip. We're, we're good. This is Together. the genius, after all. Yeah. By the way, is my Yerba Mate here yet? Oh, yeah. The bartender uh, puts down a little, a little cup. A little clear glass with the with the, uh, the 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 thick no the the rich orange earthy tone that you recognize as orange exuberance of guayaki yerba mate. All right, I take it and I down it and I set it down. I go, all right, I'm trying to get on your level here, <laughs> Master Chunk. Do you remember? Priscilla Thorngrip, the day that Master Fist died. <sighs> How could I forget? Do you remember what she said to you? She said that I had the power to pay two debts. One of my own and <sighs> one for Master Fist. Master Chunk, what really happened all those years ago? <sighs> Making me relive this. Innocent lives are in danger. Yeah, ours. Well, yes, ours. I was thinking more about our much weaker and younger students, but I suppose ours as well. <sighs> I guess you're right. I should show you the respect of masters. There's not much detail that I know other than I owed a debt to Priscilla. She used the funds of the city to give me a bit of a stimulus, open the school of my own. And she had a problem. <sighs> Master Fist was holding on to more of the more and more of his uh, income than she wanted him to. She knew that I could take advantage of the 
friendly match and catch him off guard. And there's not much more there. I cowardly grabbed him, threw him onto that pile of weapons, and it got me out from under my debt. But once I had slain the master, no one wanted to take lessons from me. There was no honor in being my student. And the school died with Master Fist. So two schools died with Master Fist. How poetic. I'm afraid that it turned out to be a triple homicide. Oh, that sort of messes up the two fists, two schools thing that was in my head, but... I guess that's okay. I'm afraid the world isn't fair. Everything can't be in twos. But they may yet be in threes. For as three deaths happened, three schools were born. And with this... Master Chunk, I know this must not have been easy for you. I can't imagine the pressure that you were under at that time. And now, two days prior, one of my star disciples was killed in the name of this misled vengeance. From what you've told us today, that death may not yet be in vain. You have my sincere thanks. And Master Hum will stand up and give the low bow, the full 90 the degrees. Full, the full, oh man, the tired old master. Turn, he, he looks at you from a seated position. I thought that my days of pursuing justice and righting wrongs were over. But it appears that there may be one last wrong in this world of my own that I can right. Master Chunk stands up, a new, a new resolve in his bones. You see him flexing the, the old remnants of muscles against his leathery skin. I do think that we have business to attend to. And then he... And you see blood spatter out of his mouth. Master Chunk, are you okay? He reaches up to his lips. I don't actually feel anything at all. And then he collapses. (gasps) Oh, Master Chunk! You take a look at the glass, the, 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 the mug of beer. There is a thick black slime that has gathered at the bottom of the glass. He's been poisoned. I check my yerba mate glass. <laughs> uh, the yerba mate has not been touched. Where's the bartender? Where is the bartender? You turn to the bartender, who has mysteriously vanished. They are not to be found. Just a gentle creak, as the back door has been ajar. I vault over the bar and rush out past the back door. We must find that bartender. You run out the back, and amidst the piles of garbage and food waste, there is, you see a a wiggle amongst the rubbish. You approach, throw off a pile of garbage from a writhing gnome that has been bound and gagged that was left in the, in the garbage. Um, I'm going to undo the gnome's gag, and I'm going to say, Are you a barkeep? Yes! Yes, I'm the barkeep! What the hell is happening? Goddamn oldest trick in the book. Should have seen it coming. I imagine the other guys, if you, you want to be there, you yeah, can Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm coming along. I'm, I'm catching up. I'm here, I'm here. I'll linger in the bar one last moment and close Master Chunk's eyes and then follow my fellow masters. Nice. All right. Everyone's out in the alley now. Right. Yes. Did you see which way they went? Real barkeep. Uh, no, I I didn't even see him. I just, I was taking out the trash, and uh, before I know it, I'm tied up back here. It oh, wait. He, he's blindfolded, wasn't he? He's still blindfolded. I didn't take that off. <laughs> I can't even tell what you look like. I haven't seen anybody. <laughs> I'm very handsome. <laughs> But I understand you might want proof. And then I take the blindfold off. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, uh, they, my head is killing me. They must have 
Someone must have hit me from the back. You better have some of your own herb. <laughs> oh, you're right. It is the finest beverage that I serve. Why? Is... Quick! Somebody, run inside! Check the register! I don't think they took any of your money. What? That's stupid. Why would they not take the money? Because they wanted to take a life. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I think we can end the forest and little adventure there. You return to Hornvale. You are greeted by hundreds of flittering, posted flyers, braggadociously talking about the match, the challenge that has been issued for anyone to come and witness the defeat of the three Hornvale masters. Dun dun dun. And those are posted everywhere. They even have your oh. faces on them. Oh, so it's like out. Okay. Well, I definitely can't let that one slide now. <laughs> they took a play right out of my book. How efficient. They're taking a play out of all of our books. And it appears as though we must return to the school of the two punches to finish what was started many years ago. Well, I definitely don't like taking homework assignments from these goons, but I also get the feeling that you guys might die if I'm not there, so... Yeah, we, of course. We need I'm, someone to linger in the shadows, don't we? Well, nobody looks in the shadows better than me. I'll come and watch your back. If you guys want to do anything before the match, now is the time. Master Hugh will gather his students, arrange them around in the circle, around the ring. Master Hugh, myself, will sit in the center, look at all the students and say, please provide me one last portrait of myself. This is what I want you to remember me as, for I may not return. This will be- I love it, that's great. <laughs> that's pretty choice. Being the, you know, being the win at all cost style cheat that he is, Master Midnight is going to have his hot fuzz suit up with all the trick weapons, all the, you know, the, the trip wires and then getting the, the blackjacks and the... Everything, the, everything up the sleeves and behind the, the back and yeah. Yeah, the obsidian knives, the little tiny hammer, little tiny axes, like the extra darts. So he's suiting everything up. I imagine that Bronco and Ronica are there and I turn around to them like look we kicked these people's butts several times already but we've also learned that they are quite tricky which I have to respect so I assume you're coming to watch yes master if you will permit us watch closer than you ever have before that's good alright Tommy master whom will sit down with his eight remaining students in the meditation hall and look at each one of them and say tomorrow I go to address those who murdered six much of what has occurred has been through my own failure to prevent violence the most sacred teaching one you know everything there is to know from my teachings I have nothing more to give as of this moment I abdicate as master and I walk out the hall. Whoa. Wow. Master Hmm no longer. Just hmm. There's a beautiful hill overlooking the entire city. I will go up and sit down and reflect on my many experiences in this town and what will occur tomorrow. done. Master Chunk has been dealt justice. And we're one step closer to closing this chapter. And then we can build anew. Next time on Day Players.
next time on Day Players. The gate creaks open. Your arrogance is what got him into that fight which took his life. We are not here to engage in your senseless violence. We're doing a sit-in. If you will not fight me, then I will make an example out of you. Ching! Time to go. Wrap my arms around his waist and then just backflip out the window. Your three collective asses. What were the name of those guys in Jackie Chan Adventures? The bad ninjas that could just- The Foot Clan? No. Master Fist taught me only two things. Start strong and follow through. Think of our students. If they begin to fear the streets, then what have we really taught them? Also, since you now have a slot open in your, uh, your school, Master Hmm, I have to watch out you don't poach one of my students. So just getting that out here. You know, hands off of Bronco. If Bronco wishes to join Master Him's school, he should be allowed to join. Well, he is allowed to join, but I don't want Master Bronco. Wait, no. I oh, Master. Hmm. has he passed the tests? No, I'm just <laughs> dreaming. <laughs> I have dreams, you know. I have aspirations. Sometimes I look too far into the future because looking into the past is very painful. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh-huh. Does this happen all day or just when we're recording? <laughs> it's just when we're recording because it's like, I just ate, I just had all my bevies, I just did all my things so that I'm good to sit here for hours. I think he, I think when he says all his things, he means pooping. Oh. No, I do that way earlier. Yeah, that's an early, early day activity. Okay. Yeah. A once a day anyway. activity for some of us, Paxton. I <laughs> know. Uh, <clears throat> you guys are slackers. Yeah, we, of course. We need I'm... someone to linger in the shadows, don't we? Yeah. Of course, I'm the Vinkman. The Vinkman? The what? <laughs> I was making a ghost, but... Oh, don't worry. Pax is going to cut that line. <laughs> I'm going to cut that line. I thought people knew Ghostbusters better than they do, apparently. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, I, I know, obviously. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, that's, get that, that one's going in. That one. Oh, you're right. That one's, that one's an, a, a sound one. effect. Man, those fucking students. That sucks. That's like somebody's... That's like, so, that's like your fucking... Your fucking thesis advisor dropping you. No, no, no. One. One has learned everything. One is ready. One learned everything? Oh, okay. damn. I should, I should have treated one more respectfully. Listen, there's okay. only one rule to the schools. Don't move too much. It's easy. It's, uh, okay. it's true efficiency to teach your students so well, you don't need to teach anymore. Fuck, it got really dark in my room all of a sudden. Sorry, I gotta turn the light. It's, it's getting dark out. The darkness. It's me. Yeah, exactly. Last midnight. Knock, knock. knock. I hear you have the some lights yerba mate this... in there. I spilled mine. Could I have a sip? Oh, yes, of course. It is the most efficient way to absorb your caffeine. Excellent. Thank you. I'll be yeah. on the way. Uh, now.